The legend of Stoop Kid. In the beginning, like so many of us, Stoop Kid was just a baby. A baby left mysteriously on the stoop of that very building. Some say he was abandoned there. Others say that he was dropped there from the sky by aliens. And still others say it grew from a seed lodged between the cracks of the sidewalk. Whatever the reason, lo and behold, Tiny Stoop Kid was left to raise himself on the stoop of which he was fated to call his home. And as he grew, he came to know and love his stoop as his only family. But there was also a dark side. Embittered by the love and normal boyhood that was stolen from him, Stoop Kid became meaner and meaner by the day. He began to lash out at the passers-by, taking out upon them the anger of a young, loveless child. He became so protective of his stoop that who so much as looked at it would face the wrath of the Stoop Kid. His accusatory barbs and, yay, even physical violence. The end. Good job, Gerald. Thanks. So what's the point? So the point is, Arnold... You ain't getting your football back. So forget about it, man. On the Lord of Hibbert, Nick. On the Lord of Hibbert, Nick, Nick. On the Ricky Tigilow, I live in number one Nickelodeon. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. Nanu Nanu. Friends. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's a Chris. <laughs> Was that a little Mario spin on it? It's yeah. A, it's a Chris? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's a me. I thought it was supposed to be oh. like, this is a Chris episode. Like, you got a Chris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, got, you opened up a Chris. <laughs> Feel free to skip this one. Yeah. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Easy does it. We may hear from Mark. And Gary. Gary the weatherman. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to episode 95. We're talking our top five first seasons. Yep. It's a new year. Uh, so happy new year. year to all our listeners out there. Hope you had a good holiday. Um, last year we did our favorite pilots, so our favorite, yeah. almost like kind of first episodes. Uh, so we've gone much bigger uh, in a way, yeah. which first uh, favorite first seasons quite an undertaking. Although I found um, in some ways it was easier than pilots because I was able to in, uh, dismiss shows that would just not be in contention yeah uh, i don't necessarily need to watch um brothers garcia to know that it would not make wow. my list jeez wow. <laughs> oh, wow. that's the one did you well i could i mean amanda show i didn't really need to dive into did you watch all the first seasons yep every episode no every you did <laughs> Uh, no, I hear you. Okay. Uh, so in that way, I thought it was a, actually a tad easier than um, Pilots, but still an undertaking. Yeah, I thought it was really difficult. I mean, it's one of these ones that I just, I had my lineup figured out and then changed it like three times before I yeah. finally got here. Huh. You feel pretty good? Um, <coughs> I feel good. <laughs> oh boy. Good in good territory. Good-ish. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. better than pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, you did not make a list. You're here simply for the conversation. Yeah, I'm going to try. <laughs> I think that this is Joy's strategy. If I don't prepare, I'm going to not just talk the whole time because I won't have as much to say. 
No strategy. Mm. I just thought it would be nice to have someone on the episode and not nice to ask someone to prepare for this episode. (laughs) Well, I do love the prep, but it's been a very busy first week of the year for me, you guys. Um, But I I, I thought about it on my way over here. I'm going to try and be the everyman, the listener who Mm. probably hasn't watched Hmm. the first seasons of these things. So I'll give you a raw reaction. Nice. I like that. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of listeners... We've heard from some of you guys. Uh, we heard from our old buddy Ethan. Yeah. Uh, he says, hey guys, just finished listening to the 2018 year in review episode and the BOC 2018 retrospective. Thought I'd give some thoughts, uh, favorites, and Ferguson's. I didn't have as much time to watch new movies last year since my son was born, but I was still able to make it a few times. My favorite movie was Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom. I just thought the no-frills premise paired with the non-stop action and intensity nearly matched that of the original 1993 film. Wow. Did either of you, <laughs> did either of you see Fallen Kingdom? No. No. I, I'm sure you were there the first day, though. <laughs> oh, I saw it. And I liked it better than the first Jurassic World. Not Park. Uh, Jurassic Park is a masterpiece. But uh, <laughs> Jurassic World is terrible, and then this one was actually a lot of fun. It seemed like... They just kind of accepted they're not. It's not going to be ever this good again, and so they went kind of crazy. And I kind of can appreciate that. Just like throw it to the wind. Like let's yeah. let's go crazy here. We have dinosaurs to play with. Um, so I actually appreciated that movie. Uh, close call, Black Panther. It's really good. Plus, part of it takes place in Oakland, which is pretty cool for a big budget Marvel movie like this. Uh, Did you see the Andy Samberg joke about this? The Golden Globes? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, he made it, it's worth you know looking up, but he, he made a, a he grew up he went to Berkeley High and he made a joke that I think initially fell flat, but upon further review is actually a very good joke about like oh I had a totally different idea about a movie about something called Black Panther taking place in Oakland, yeah. having grown up there. And it was a good joke. You guys should. Check it out. <laughs> I I think I just checked it out. <laughs> No, no, no. It's, oh. <laughs> it's a nice commentary okay. uh, on, on history. And, gotcha. and you like history. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he says his Ferguson is definitely a wrinkle in time. It doesn't translate to the screen well, and it had a little too much of a forced agenda to make it any fun. An Oprah joint? Yeah. And uh, he said, I'd rather watch Never Ending Story instead. It covers mm-hmm. much more of the same ground, and it's a thousand times more watchable. Uh, his favorite song was Neophobia by Casey Cope. Don't know it. Uh, Close call. Check it out. Close call was Friends by Josephine. Uh, He says I helped. I helped write this song, so it's a shameless Uh, plug. uh, (laughs) Is it available on Spotify? Did he Did he link you? He didn't link me. Um, So you're gonna have to search Friends by Josephine. Uh, Ferguson was Fifi by Six Nine. You guys familiar with the the work of Six Nine? (laughs) Of Takashi six nine spelled the number six i x nine i n e. Yes, you are. That's, an, that's enough for me to never. <laughs> you, you sound like a fifty five year old right now. <laughs> and you should see the way he spells it. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm familiar with this song. I just didn't know that's the name of the person that did it. Oh, I mean, he is just—he's the Ferguson. It's—it's it's almost worth renaming the category for something that's so so un. Not worth your time that it doesn't even deserve to be like mocked in a fun way. That's that's the level of, of Takashi 69. Oh. He's, he's in prison though. Or he's going to prison. Yeah. For, 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 for. 
Agreed. Uh, agreed. That's a that's a hard agree on that <laughs> uh, He says I didn't read any 2018 books. I did finish the entire original Goosebumps book series, which I, I first <laughs> I first embarked on back in 2013. So wow. congratulations, yeah. Ethan. That's I amazing. I can appreciate that kind of commitment. Yeah. I like it. Heck yeah. Uh, my favorite world event of 2018 was the Golden State Warriors winning the championship. Sorry. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> also, the news that Toys R Us. Maybe potentially reopening some stores is a nice beacon of hope. Uh, my Ferguson event is the California wildfires. Uh, he says, My favorite BOC episode was the Dream Nick at Night lineup. Um, although the Agro Crag height conversation had me laughing so hard that other people at the gym were giving me weird looks. <laughs> Uh, my close call episode would have to be Think Fast. I love the format and think you guys did a great job with it. Um, since you guys discussed it, my top three favorite jingles. Number three, yep. Are You Afraid to Name the Episode? Number two, Clickstein Facts. Does that still count? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I recorded it. Uh, <laughs> and then number one, What Would YouTube Comments Do? Also my favorite segment. Um, by the way, I think your feature in Blimp Magazine was really cool. Upon receiving my copy, I immediately went straight to the interview with you guys first. To Chris, to Chris's question, I was the one who had Mother as my Ferguson last year. Oh my god, uh, I totally got this wrong. It's a terrible movie, and I could definitely see me and him getting along and even having some good basketball debates. Like, oh, him, I, <laughs> like him, I enjoy being somewhat controversial and thinking outside the box to a fault. And I also enjoy the Cousin Skeeter theme song. Throwback reference. Yes. <laughs> throwback reference to episode two. Yes. <laughs> it's been a great year for the podcast. Wait, can't wait to see what 2019 has in store. Perhaps a Michael vs. Pinsky episode, which Ethan's been asking for since like day one. <laughs> that's a great idea, though. Why, that's an obvious. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, I would, def- you would definitely have to rewatch the entire series, which is only two seasons. Well, um, but is, what's the what's the ratio of episodes that they're featured in? Is it pretty even? One season to one season. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what? Well, I think that's that, a great. No, Pin- <laughs> Pinsky has I think one less episode. But. Okay. Well, if you are too lazy to do that, I will be. I will happy be yeah. happy to be. I'm Team Pinsky though, because I hate oh, Michael. Wow. Oh, do you like Michael? Um. See, I'm yeah, in the I same, like him. Fine. Oh, I'm in the yeah. same boat. I couldn't do Michael. No, I could, I could uh, take on Michael. That dweeb. Yeah. yeah. Can we just mark this down? Do you guys want to do this? Yeah. You want to? You've been wanting to moderate badly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we'll we'll figure it out. But uh, so there you go, Ethan. We've just <laughs> figured that out. Uh, this next email, I'm very excited for. Mm. Wait, hold on. That was a great email by Ethan, though, and I and I want to apologize for wrongly attributing mother <laughs> to him and, but, and i also think that a real I, affront to anyone uh well mind you you're the person that says you'd like us to stop talking about mother on this podcast it's true <laughs> this is it we're burying it right now okay uh i do think you know what i think ethan would like the movie mandy mm. yeah, i think i think yeah. ethan's a mandy guy <laughs> so ethan if you if you get a chance to to check it out you know check it out let us know what you think nice Nice recommendation. Uh, no one really liked that, according to our. Uh, right, we put up a poll. Best nobody voted for it. Yeah. Poll. <laughs> oh, I didn't vote for it. I would have voted for it. That's right. Well, who else do we hear from? Um, this one comes from Mark. Yes. He says, <laughs> "What?" Whoa, quick recap. Wait. Mark emailed Mark? us. Uh, the Mark. Uh, Mark emailed us um, last episode of the year about how Chris really screwed up the Nick at Night lineup. <laughs> He really took you to task. He did. And you fact-checked him pretty hard. Uh, I did. 
clap back. You clap back <laughs> at Mark. Say. And so here's Mark's response. He says, Hello again, Gut Buckets. Thank you so much for the email response and for being such good sports about it. I appear to have let my passion for Nick at Night blind my knowledge of older Nick shows <laughs> and cause me to be overly judgmental. Not sure where I got the Mork and Mindy spinoff info, but I missed the fact that Link did air one night in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Chris. Well played. That's almost worse than it was one night. Yeah. <laughs> I might be with Mark. <laughs> I totally respect your research and dedication to the podcast. I hope you can overlook my mistake on this matter. Looking forward for more of your input and more great episodes from the BOC gang. Best wishes from your newly enlightened listener, Mark. Oh, oh man. Man, <laughs> That was stand up. You're guy. too nice, gracious. Mark, yeah, yes, very I, gracious. Too gracious. <laughs> I'm Team Mark, though. Me and Mark are we're gonna team up on something. <laughs> uh, Man, I I'm so, I feel such like like pot, like people I don't know uh, warmth. I'm not used to these feelings. I don't know how to describe <laughs> them. But between Ethan's email and Mark's emails, we have very good. Yeah, they're very gracious listeners. Yeah. We appreciate. Them. Ooh, this one's in Spanish. Hola, amigos. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I hope you had a good holiday season. It's been a while since I've written and figured why not start off the new year on the right foot. Here's what comes to mind for top five first seasons in no particular order. Oh, so we're getting ahead of things. Okay. This is, yeah, he's hitting us with it. And nice. This is in no certain order, it seems, because they're dashed rather than numbered. Hmm. So we got Hey Arnold, okay. Are You Afraid of the Dark, Keenan and Kel, SpongeBob SquarePants, and my brother and me. Wow, interesting list. Yeah, pretty, yes, yeah. it is an interesting list. Spans quite a yeah. quite a yeah. big range of time. Honorable mentions: Salute your shorts. Hey, dude, Pete and Pete. So they wow. do close. This person does close calls just like you guys do. And Bye. will continue to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a while since I've seen some of the seasons in their entirety, so I'm basing it off of mostly memory. I would have included Rugrats, but I've always found the first season to have rougher animation and weaker episodes. Mm, It's a good reason not to include it. Looking forward to the next installment. This is from Vincent. Is this Vincenzo? Yeah, Vincenzo, Vincent. Oh, Oh, I I wish I would have known when I should have... I mean, I could have looked at that. (laughs) Great. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, very whew. solid. Yeah, we got a Vince email, an Ethan email, <laughs> a Mark, and a Mark email. That's a that's a way to start the new year. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a name for that move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good to hear from. Yeah, that's an, yeah. that's an all that's an all that's an all star lineup if I've ever heard it one. Is. Uh, well, let's let's jump in. Um, yeah. Top five first seasons. Yeah. This was fun. Uh, what do you got? Well, let me ask you this: Did how did you approach this? Oh, because uh, we didn't really. Yeah, thank you. Nail this down. Uh, thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> I did have come up with a mathematical equation here. I, so I, I just did basic math of what I consider what I deemed great episodes per season. So I took okay. the total number of episodes. I, I watched through. Um, I marked from kind of bad to average to great, uh, and I simply went with the averages. Like, no bias. Uh, there are things on my list that surprise me. Um, so I I have... I, I will be giving you percentages. <laughs> Did you wow. nail this down to, like, a certain number of shows before you started? I hope so. <laughs> As I said, <laughs> I you know, I didn't go through Cat Dog. Uh, there's shows I did uh, not... I knew, I knew he was going to say Cat Dog. <laughs> 
Well, I said Brothers but, Garcia, and you guys really got on my case about it. I know. I was just luring you into the cat dog trap. Yeah, there are you. There is stuff I skipped. Yes, because just the sheer amount of what I would need it to have done in two weeks was not reasonable. Um, well, I didn't get this uh, technical about it. I guess I kept it a little looser, mm-hmm. but I considered a few criteria, um, which included which was like. What's the most memorable overall? Mm-hmm. Um, how influential to Nick on the mm. whole I like it, it was? Yeah. Um, what it was like compared to later seasons of the show? That did Ooh. come into my. It came into play okay. a little. Bit. Um, how um, it compared to other shows for seasons, of course. Uh-huh. Um, the and then I did like try to figure out of some shows that I nailed it down to, like, the highest percentage of good episodes. Yeah. I didn't necessarily go by that, uh-huh. but I looked at it, it and considered fact. it. Yeah, That's yeah. a lot of fact. So would you say on some of your lists, like, one of those things could have been the thing that pushed it over the top? Um, s- some Not, like, like every it, single factor like for every one. each different one, probably, like, a different factor right. Played ended a part. up making it where it ended up. Cool. Know? I... I love systems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think these are both great methodologies. All right. To be honest. Uh, so let's have it. Uh, oh number five. Okay. Um, number five, I went with Hey Arnold. Um, <laughs> looking over these episodes again, just like, there were no bad ones. Like, none that I thought, that stuck out to me as like, I really didn't like this episode. And I think that um, just... In going over the episodes for all the shows, um, this one, like, I think my idea of Hey Arnold comes from the first season, mostly. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's just a lot of great episodes. Um, Some of the highlights include Vacant Lot, Stoop Mm. Kid, and Mm. 24 Hours to Live. Which one is that? Um, The one where Helga's, like, taunting Arnold that he's going to be killed by Harold. In it's all, uh, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also the pilot, yeah, uh, which yeah. we talked about last year, but they redesigned it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my low point was Magic Show. Watch that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Not the best. I. It's like a. It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just it just wasn't great. Um, but um, the reason why it was low number five and not higher is because I just thought like. Um, it there were just so many episodes that a lot of them weren't really memorable. Like a lot of them were, but there were a lot that also weren't. Um, not that I didn't like them; they just didn't stick with me over these years. But the highs were high. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's cool. Um, because my number five is also Harold. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, wow. I wish I would have called it. <laughs> <laughs> what made you? Think that. By the way, he was reacting. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah, yeah you're, you can, you're in the room. You can read it. Yeah, you gotta tell. <laughs> I get quiet. Yeah, you say like one thing and then you get quiet. <laughs> like, Why? Well, yeah. I, mm. I really want him to have his say on it since I know I'm just gonna be following up. I know, that's the part that I recognize. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Harold's my number five. I will tell you it scored a 47%. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Like, I know, okay. but I just I'm I'm laughing I'm laughing at your quantitative. <laughs> yeah. So, so my scale here, just so people are like, forty-seven sounds awful. Um, so there's a huge quantity. There's I I graded for a show that was segment based. I graded on segments. Mm. So there weren't 
as there was 38 in total stories told in the first season, which is a huge amount yeah. of stories. Um, but I said that 18 of those 38 were very, very good. Um, How many hours have you slept in the last week? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had time. I've had some time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So, I, yeah, I was shocked at how many segments it had. Um, if anything, uh, a, a first season is usually shorter um, just because uh, networks want to see kind of how it's going to do. So I think it shows a tremendous amount of faith in Arnold that it, they kind of knew that it, they had a good thing on their hands. Um, it was consistently funny uh, and interesting. Uh, this season had uh, a ton of great moments like you were talking about. Um, and you could still tell they were like kind of working out some of the animation um, in the first few episodes, but it never found it like super distracting. Um, I said that like when I was watching Rugrats or Doug, I could tell they were mm. really like. Sometimes the animation would become distracting the way they're working it out. Not on Arnold. Um, and uh, there's what I would deem, as you said, like classic episodes of Nickelodeon from this season, and probably the best episodes of Arnold from this season. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Vacant Lot, Stoop Kid. Uh, one I really enjoy is Field Trip. Um, the baseball is one I really enjoy, and yeah. one we talked about, Heat. Um, oh, yeah. And then uh, we haven't talked about it yet, but uh, <laughs> Arnold's Christmas ends this. I think it ends the season, mm. um, and so that's uh, that's a pretty popular one as well. So I was just surprised by when I saw how many there were. I was like, ah, eh, it's just not gonna make it. Yeah. But I just kind of kept going through. I'm like, wow, that one's good too. That was good too. Um, so yeah, a really strong um, showing. I think this is one of the few shows that I prefer the earlier episodes to the later ones. Like, as it goes on, I think it gets further away from what I really liked about it. Um, which, you know. Hipster clean. <laughs> <laughs> he liked it when. Yeah, yeah. I knew about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hey Arnold remains the show that I feel like Gen Z people are most familiar with. Hmm. Are most like identify with like I, I know I, I I told the anecdote of, of having a kid that I tutored with like a Hey Arnold shirt and I was like you're 16 years old like how what uh, but I've seen it you know in the wild a couple <laughs> times since yeah um, the kids there's something about that Hey Arnold that uh, that's bridges gen- generations hmm. it's a co- it's a cool show it is a like, cool in show. quotes I think that's it. you know yeah. it's yeah it's cool and it's aware that it's cool yes um the the <laughs> score is cool and it never really misses a beat from the mm-hmm. first episode i think first segment is fruits um yeah. fruit as downtown is fruits yes yes <laughs> um sorry uh but that's like a very right from the start cool yeah um yes. so yeah just a really really strong first season no way to kind of keep it out yeah, yeah. sure what do we got next mm. Well, man, number four. Um, I went with Are You Afraid of the Dark, finally. Okay. Uh, a little I lower almost, than I was suspecting. I almost kept it off the list entirely, wow. but, but man, I was looking over these lists like that. When I got it down to the last ten, I was just like <laughs> flipping back, think, trying to like, you know, figure out what's the best overall. Um, and can, can I predict uh, what maybe the factor is that brought it down a little bit? Sure. Comparisons to future seasons? That was a big part of it, okay. yes. Um, it This was a show that definitely like improved in quality mm-hmm. and in a lot of different ways as it went on. Not that... But the first season is still great. Yes. Um, some of the highlights for me are Laughing in the Dark, Twisted Claw, and Lonely Ghost. Um, 
even though I don't love that one, it's still kind of like a just really memorable, iconic one. Um, the low point is, of course, Hungry Hounds. <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was just thinking about when this came out. Oh, yeah. It was just, like, from the get-go, mm-hmm. so different and good, especially at the time. It was like, this is... Like, I've never seen anything in this format this good. Yeah. Um, it just... I, it it's one of those shows that, like, the first time I saw individual episodes, I kind of remember that experience. Yes. Like, where I was. Was I at your house? Was I at my house? Was it Chris's? Like, you yeah. know, I remember where I saw the episode, so it feels like it must have been actually an experience that, like, ooh, a new Are You Afraid of the yeah. Dark is on. I wonder what it's sure. about. Um, the only thing that kept it from being higher is... Uh, oh, yeah, I already said that. No, I'm I, uh, I'm in full. Agree- I mean, that kind of came into play when I was judging yeah. it too. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, my number four, uh, with a fifty percent, seven out of fourteen. Uh, Keenan and Kel. Wow. Oh. Uh, which um, <laughs> th- there were three other shows that I thought would make my list that didn't. Um, in my head, when I was like preparing for this, Keenan and Kel was like maybe seven or eight. I thought. Yeah. Um, but that's why I'm happy I go back and went back and really checked it out because stuck to the data, stuck to the data. I, w- I want this to be as scientific as possible <laughs> within, within, uh, reason and having somewhat of a life. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, no, to me, this is, um, it's just so consistent. Um, it's really like a lot of high moments within the season. Um, the way I would explain it is that the high moments are really high, and the low moments are maybe lower than a lot of the other shows. Like, there are some bad episodes in the first season, um, but uh, I, I have listed here uh, in the line of Keenan, which is one of my all-time favorites. This is where Keenan takes, um, uh, saves Bill Clinton from a falling, uh, falling orange soda cans and ends up in the hospital as a hero. Um, the tainting of the screw, which uh, is, of course, you know... The, two, the famous tuna line. Um, mental Kelepathy is a great one where they think Kel has the mi- power to read minds and they go on a talk show. Um, Diamonds are for Roger where, you know, there's a clip on the news where it uh, shows someone that looks like Keenan's dad stealing diamonds. Uh, bag and sag <laughs> and Kel where Kel joins a, you know, a contest to bag groceries. Um, so the there it's just like for 14 episodes, over half the se- almost over half the season was really, really good. Um, and I was compelled to kind of keep watching. So it surprised me, but um, I just decided I'm not going to stray from the numbers. Wow. It was a very good first season. Can you tell us how many bad, how many in your bad category there were? No, I mean, I didn't write down the names of the ones that I thought were were very bad. Um, I mean, it was like a couple or... Yeah. I, that's, yeah. Uh, probably like two that I just didn't yeah. really enjoy very much. But... Um, no, I tried to keep it on. I more yeah. on stats on the positive stuff. Yeah. Those episode names are just incredible. That's true. That's like a, it's a clinic in how to name an episode. <laughs> like, like popular reference in a way that kind of becomes a pun but doesn't fully work. That's like my favorite kind of episode. Like diamonds are for Roger. <laughs> like, like, uh, yeah. We we also have. Um, Doing things the Hemingway, <laughs> yes. which is actually a very good episode in itself. Um, 
yeah. Uh, oh, the Cold War. That's also a pretty good one uh, where Kel comes up with a remedy. Ah, um, uh, yes. But yes. Uh, anyway, so uh, did not expect it to make it, but I, I'm I'm glad it did. Yeah, uh, that's I'm a glad to check it out. To me, but uh, I'm gonna have to go back and <laughs> revisit I, again. I yeah, I would. I was not anticipating that to make your list. Nice. Um, well, my number three is Salute Your Shorts. Ah. Uh, <laughs> hey, can, can I ask you, uh, yeah. so, when you thought of it, because I'm sure, like, you, before you even started mm-hmm. writing anything down, like, did the shows that make your final five kind of match what, right off the bat, you thought would? Um, Are there no. surprises to you? Not at all, actually. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought that I was going to leave Are You Afraid of the Dark off, for okay. sure. Um, and, hey, Arnold, I didn't. I don't think any of these were ended up where I thought they were going to be. Um, but Salute Your Shorts, that first season, boy, I loved it. Uh, yeah. I think this, maybe of all the shows on this list, um, like, for me, embody that Nickelodeon uh, feel from that time. Um, it, it was probably because of the camp setting, mm-hmm. partially. Um, but... Every, like almost every episode of this has some when I'm reading through them like has some specific moment that I remember as a kid like it just sticking with me yeah um, some of the highlights of course seek the plumber of course the radio call-in contest yes, uh, yes. the zebra tongue color <laughs> yeah. oh yeah <laughs> uh, and mail carrier Mona mm. one it. of my favorites R.I.P. Um, the my only low point from this season was the environmental party the Easy. last episode, yeah. yeah. Um, I just it was the least memorable of all of them. You almost like yeah, what happened to me? Yeah. Zizi sucks. <laughs> uh, her storylines aren't great. Yeah, she's just annoying. <laughs> like she's the only yeah. Like oh man. Yeah, I just I think so, her character just had the least to do, kind of in a way. Well, I mean, she's she's definitely a like she's a one note character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's a it's a good note for balance, but. I mean, other than Michael, she's uh, who's clearly the worst character in the first season. <laughs> Clear. You think so, huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Zizi, Zizi is um, not for me. Michael's just a giant baby. Like, I think he's like the every kid, you know. Yeah, of the, the first every season. kid. If you're like an only child who like lives in a giant McMansion in the suburbs <laughs> of Minneapolis. And, wow. Mm, Ooh. I never uh, brutal. Yeah, Pinsky brings that real world like that street smarts that. Oh, you're preparing oh, for your verses yeah. right now. Pinsky's just Pinsky's so not cool, in the first though. season. I know. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, man, there are just so many moments from this show that I love. Like, um, I just the whole uh, feel of it, and all the characters are great, and all the episodes are written well. Even though, even um, the environmental one, mm-hmm. uh, it's like. It still flows well, and I enjoy watching it. Um, As far as, like, the live-action shows go, uh, this was one of the tops for me. It's another one of the few, like, Pete and Pete, no, like, audience, right? Yes. Like, the laughs are kind of just on the kid. Yeah. Can can you... I'm just curious. Who's your favorite character? Hmm. Man, that's tough. Oh, Ugg. No, I was going to say, besides Ugg, who's your favorite camper? (laughs) Um... Probably Donkey Lips. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, 
probably Donkey Lips. I mean, wow. uh, what? Pinsky the second season. Like I thought he was so cool. Oh yeah. Um oh boy. This already, is really this is muddying the waters as a judge. Clinch that wins. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if it'd be fair if I judged. But um yeah, Pinsky was really cool to me. Um of the girls, I think obviously Telly is uh, was the most interesting. Um but uh Mona. Yeah. Mona was cool. Mona was awesome. Yeah. 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 Um but anyway. These were, I think, there was only that one low moment, and otherwise, such a great season. Yeah. It's like, every episode is really good. Very memorable. Yeah. In case you guys want to know who my favorite character is before yeah, I move yeah. on. No. Okay. <laughs> no, go All on. Right, no, go on. No, no, no. no I, want, I, want, I want boy camper, girl camper. Oh, uh, oh, that's good, because I had a tie. Budnick and Telly, for sure. Bud- wow, Budnick. I, oh. about, I mean, he's definitely propels the show. And, yeah. and he's so, like, I just think the actor is good at being like a he is like right. a, a, yeah. a provocateur well he like borders on he's so effectively annoying that like the acting's almost bad or you know what i mean like he's so aggressive that you're like this doesn't seem like a very good actor but yeah almost makes it better in some way it's like more yeah. real yeah yeah like, like it's a real like kid you have to deal with kid. <laughs> <laughs> like i have to deal with this kid on the sidewalk walking to school or something. we just don't yeah like budnick just goes in we don't give him lines he just reacts naturally <laughs> to the situation but telly for for the girls for sure despite the yeah, fact telly that is great. i had a, I always had a crush on dina yeah uh, yeah um all right cool uh, my number three uh, at a fifty percent, so technically tied with Keenan and Kel. Um, I, I actually gave it a six point five out of thirteen because there were so many episodes that I thought bordered on great but didn't quite qualify as. Oh. Um, that was "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think I was going. Sorry to interrupt, but I was I'm for lost my train of thought, but I was going to guess that was going to be number three. <laughs> Wow, you're really good at this guessing after <laughs> the thing happens. You might have, uh, you know, a future here. Well, well I told you, Keenan and Kel, like, I didn't get, I didn't anticipate that, but when, when Joey said, oh, I, I thought you were going to have Are You Afraid of the Dark earlier, that told me, okay, it's on his list, but that means it's not going to be his next one, or else he would have said something else, but he thought, that means he thought Andrew would have it as two or one. Anyway. <laughs> I believe you. Uh, for the for the reason I had suggested, I do think uh, future seasons of Are You for the Dark are a little better. Uh, three, I think season three in three particular is, yeah. is very good. Um, but having said that, uh, two of my all time favorites are part of this season: uh, Laughing in the Dark and The Tale of Dark Music. Um, the quality of the rest of the season always remains pretty much average to good. Uh, like to me, Keenan and Kel had a few low points where it's like eh, I just don't love this episode. I mean, I guess maybe the low point of season one is the Leprechaun episode, but even still, like, that's a highly watchable, memorable episode. Of, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Um, well, Hungry Hounds. Hungry Hounds, man. Oh, yeah. But even still, like, a kind of a very watchable whatever, like, yeah, yeah. I remember every episode, so I said, like, what's I'm unique about very it. Very watchable. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say very watchable. You said very watchable. Oh, shoot, darn it. It's it's watchable. <laughs> it's, it's coming out in the edit. <laughs> um, but, it, yeah, so almost every episode, like you said, is kind of memorable. Um, like, to me, I didn't average Super Specs or, what was it, Super Specs or Lonely Ghost is great. So to me, that's why it's like, they're very mm, yeah, good, yeah, though. So yeah. I, that's why I kind of gave it a little extra. But my favorites from that season are Laughing in the Dark, 
uh, Dark Music, Nightly Neighbors, um, Prom Queen, and Pinball Wizard. All, all great. pretty... Well, I mean, they're all very good. <laughs> very watchable. Um, very great, I would agree. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I would agree. Not the best season of Are You Afraid of the Dark, but even in comparison, holds up as a great season yeah. of television. Because I was, like, looking over the episode synopsis, is, um, they just, like, I, I really wanted to not include this because... I like it so much, and I talk about it a lot. I thought, like, well, I don't want to just automatically put it on there, you know? I hear you. Um, but as I was comparing them, I was like, man, these... And as I read them more and more times, I started, like, leaning toward some of the episodes being better than I originally kind of yeah gave them credit for. I, I've always been very hard on Super Specs, but... Oh, I, it's I really re- like Super it's, it, it is a very memorable and interesting episode yeah. to watch. So, yeah, it just doesn't uh, ever really totally decline out outside of maybe Hungry Hippos. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Hungry Hippos. Hungry Hippos, huh? <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the Tale of the Hungry Hippos. You missed that one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, yeah. Which is your... F- I like the green one. Um, mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe my biggest complaint actually about this season is the like budget mm. issues showing. But yeah. even that's like they did a lot with what they clearly had. There's, a, there's a charm to that. Yeah. 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 Alright. Well that's uh that's my number three. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. This is tough. Um, but I finally landed on Rocco's Modern Life for number two. Mm. Um, I really was downplaying this one before I went back and started looking at the episodes that were in it. Like, I was thinking originally that a lot of the first episodes I really didn't like, but as I was going over them, I'm like, every one of these I enjoy. You know, I don't why do you hate think, anyone. Why do you think you downplayed it? Like, you just thought... I just was thinking that some of the earlier ones were just not as interesting. Mm-hmm. And I th- think that that may be true to an extent, but, like, a really small except Like, okay. much smaller than I thought. Um, for me, the highlights included uh, Popcorn Pandemonium, hmm. uh, A Sucker for the Succomatic, and oh, wow. my favorite, I think, of this season, Cabin Fever. Oh, Cabin Fever's great. No so doubt. good. <laughs> yes. I'm surprised by those first two picks. Yeah, what's Cabin, like the... cabin Fever? What's that? Uh, Rocco and Heifer are stuck in this cabin with the big heads. Like, they both rented mm. it out. They both have rented the same cabin on the same weekend. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Rocco. It really is quite funny, uh, yeah. you know, Ed trying to manage to have yeah. a good time. <laughs> um, I think the low point for me for this one was Dirty Dog. It's the first uh, bloaty and squirmy, yeah. the ringworm. And I don't love those. I don't love those segments I mean, either. they're okay, yeah. but they're never really funny. They're no, always itchy, kinda like, no itchy and scratchy. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're, always, they're much too long, I think. Yeah. But, but I think that was the only episode in that season that I thought, like, this is one that I could skip if I was watching it. Um uh, but it didn't get number one because I still think that it hadn't quite hit its stride. I think it like starts getting really great the next oh, season. Oh, you think so? Yeah. So you don't know, you don't think this is the best season of Rocco? I th- no. Okay. But I think it's a great first season. Yeah. Overall. Okay. Rocco, you like it? 
Uh, I'm familiar with Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> I don't think that I like it as much as you guys do, honestly. I like there's a little too much chaos in it sometimes for me. Um, I get a little sentimental. I, I, I don't like when like I feel really bad for characters, mm. and I feel like there's a lot of episodes where I'm feeling really bad for characters. <clears throat> but it's I love the idea of the show. And that's uh, that's how I feel. Um, one other thing about this first season is that it has more of the episodes that are more like, um, almost like older cartoons, where they're like even more contained than some of the later ones. Like a really kind of simple premise of what's going on, but Rocco does it really well. Mm-hmm. I'd agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, do you want to guess what my number two is, Chris? So you can claim <laughs> it before. Yeah. No, it's good. Um, I I can't see. You're, you're blocking me from seeing whatever you have over there, but I can't see it. I, I think that you're trying to lead me down the Rocco path, but I think that it's that's a classic misdirection. I think that you're gonna I think you're gonna go number if you're going narrative wise, you would say number two Pete and Pete, but mathematically I think that'll be your number one. So I'm gonna say you're gonna say Doug. My number two is Rocco. Wow. <laughs> Too obvious. Why? <laughs> I thought that you were baiting me to say Rocco. And I'm not looking for any hot picks here. I, mean, I want the, I want to pick the best first seasons. Uh, okay. Um, so 26 segments of Rocco. Um, I said 13 were great. So again, 50%. So actually my two, three, and four were all 50%. I ordered by the... Sh- I still feel like there was a strength. Like, yeah. Rocco was just clearly the great, and Rocco was really good. I did not think, like, in a million years this would be my number two when I started. I actually didn't even think it would be in my top five. I kind of, maybe the same thing, you down, like, I downplayed it. Like, it just wouldn't qualify. But right out of the gates, it's really strong. The characters are developed. Like, the first time you meet Heifer or yeah. um, Filbert, like, you kind of know who they are immediately. It doesn't take time. Um, and uh, it does include some of my all-time favorite Rocco's, in particular uh, Carnival Knowledge and Who's for Dinner. Um, Carnival Knowledge, when they go to the carnival and everything goes wrong, and then Who's for Dinner is when Heifer brings Rocco over to his family, and it's just chaos. Um, I also really vividly remember The Good, The Bad, and The Wallaby, which is when uh, they, Heifer and Rocco go to like kind of the western ranch. ranch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and... Um, that one has never really like left the back of my mind. It's always just kind of been stuck there since I've seen it. And I did note uh, one of the episodes, Leapfrog, it has to be one of the most erotic programming blocks ever produced for children. Uh, this is when, essentially, Mrs. Bighead is trying to seduce Rocco the yeah. entire episode. Uh, yes. um, you know, just kind of really shocked me. Um, uh, Cabin Fever, I noted, as yeah. just a really great episode. Um, so I think Rocco was probably like, in my mind, it was like the version of Ren and Stimpy I could handle. Um, mm. It was kind of like in your face, really abrasive and funny, although it was also like really vibrant. The colors were great. The characters, there was a lot of characters uh, like to latch on to. Um, yeah, I was really shocked by the first season. Did not, again, did not think it would make my list, but um, yeah. it's kind of undeniable while yeah. watching it. Agreed. Andrew, hmm. Mrs. Bighead, attractive? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna have to say no. You're I not... mean, I never found any attraction you? to her. <laughs> now, now I'm fast. Is this gonna be our Melissa's Ninja Turtles take? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, <laughs> right out the gate this year, Crystal likes Mrs. Bigot. <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 her voice, is, I, I can't, I like the raspy, you know, kind of thing sometimes. It's a male voice on, actor. On cartoon <laughs> uh, animals that are female, but not this one. Do you, uh, do you have one that comes to your head, a, a cartoon animal who's gendered female that you, uh, you find yourself, um, um, this is like the I don't know. Twirl, I don't know if like, we uh, have to go down this road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should feel pressured to answer this question. Like, um, did you find Bugs Bunny attractive when he put on a dress? Yes, Wayne's, oh, Wayne's World. world yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Lola Bunny now. Yeah, Lola, yeah, yeah. Lola's like yeah. That's the that's like the number one. Oh, <laughs> for you, <laughs> cartoon. Wow. Okay. Lady. Yes. Interesting. Right. Hmm. Who's your number two? Um, Minnie Mouse. <laughs> okay. Very conservative. Yep. Yep. <laughs> right. uh, do you, how do you feel about these lists? I mean. What lists? Your lists so far? Oh, those lists. Um, I'm, I, the only surprise so far has been Keenan and Kel. Yeah, that was a big surprise. Okay. But I like, I, I'm, but I believe in your methodology, so I yeah. think that you guys are right. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, it's, yeah. I don't know about being right, but I'm trying to do the best. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Yeah. Um, well, I can't. I, I I absolutely have no idea what you've picked number one. Yeah, let's find out. Yeah, um, I went with Pete and Pete. Um, oh, I, I, I really. <laughs> I would have been amazing if you were like a uh, hundred deeds for Eddie McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> you have to watch this. <laughs> I really tried to not include this, and I didn't think I was going to before I went into this. I thought, for sure, Pete and Pete is, like, I was thinking the weakest season, first season. Um, but as I was looking over them, the more I looked over it, I was like, I can't deny this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I can't and, deny myself this. <laughs> and I did include, like, the epi- I mean, I kept in mind how many episodes were in all these different seasons, and, like, that played a little bit into it, so um, part of me thought, like, well, this is only eight episodes, like, it's not that much, so it has yeah. to, like, really blow me away, and I think there was only half an episode that I didn't like. Half? Yeah. Um, my my tops, I think, are King of the Road, Nightcrawlers, and Hard Day's Pete from this season, mm-hmm. and I said the low point is the big Pete half of the storyline in Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Just something about that is like melodramatic and just didn't quite pull it off Yeah, like everything else in this season. I don't disagree. But, but besides that, it's just so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, every episode besides that half is not even all my favorites. Maybe. Like, I wouldn't say they're my top seven, but they're great. I mean, I just love them. Yeah. I don't Amen. know. I don't, I don't <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, not to be too anticlimactic, but um, there's eight episodes in the season, uh, so a shorter, a more traditional uh, first season. Um, I said seven out of the eight were great. Yeah. Um, 87%. Uh, mm-hmm. So by the numbers, really not even close. Wait, which um, one is your not great? I said Day of the Dot. Um, was probably the weakest link in the season uh, and even noted that even though I think that's the weakest which is still kind of high praise 
Uh, it has easily one of the best bus driver stew storylines, yes. uh, where he's trying to seduce bus driver Sally. Yes. Um, so, like, I don't even. I was trying to be really harsh. I feel like because like yeah. we're I think we're already gained the reputation on this podcast for having such a heavy bias yeah. um, for Pete and Pete, but uh, but even doing that, well, like, I mean, I guess I would have the argument with someone that like King of the Ro- like if you want to argue that King of the Road, Nightcrawlers, Tool or Die, yeah. Range Boy, when Pete's collide with you know great grandpa with the bowling yeah. ball uh, hard days pete with um summer baby and polaris in the garage um this is like ever there isn't an episode that truly misses uh in the season and so uh even though i felt like i wanted to be uh, you know surprise people mm-hmm. be like oh no pete, pete didn't even make my list like that's just really dumb uh, and um, it's easily, I think, the best first season. And I, I would think, actually, looking at it, it could be the best season of Pete and Pete. I think it's better than three. Mm. Yes, definitely um, than three. Uh, and two, I think, just by the numbers, has a few more weaker episodes, but it, two also has a really uh, bunch of great ones. Yeah. But Nightcrawlers and Hard Days Pete and King of the Road, those are like pretty high-level Pete and yeah. Pete episodes. Um, do you have a second bottom episode of that season? I'm just wondering, because I definitely have one. Uh, for me, Range Boy, I was close to keeping uh, off. Um, mine was, now I can't even... Tool think. or Die, or no, When Pete's no. Collide? Uh, no, it's uh, the... For Pete's sake. The one where, <laughs> the one where Pete is uh, studying for the test. Oh, long. Don't Tread on Pete. Don't Tread on Pete. Yeah, um, yeah I, I guess, yeah, I didn't even... Um, yeah, I mean, that would probably be, like, to me... I don't know, though, like, the storyline with the janitor... There's and still the, a lot the, great The about teacher's it, veins being yeah. a roadmap. Um, it's really sickening, but great. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get Teddy to laugh so hard nose comes out of, uh, milk comes out of his nose. It just, um... It's hard to argue. It's hard to argue. But uh, I, I, I would almost appreciate if someone, like, said, like, they don't think... I, I guess, yeah. um... Uh, Vince. I think Vince had it as a close call, not on yeah. his top five. So, um, yeah. different strokes for different folks, but I, that season is pretty like definitive, too, in my life. Uh, like, Nightcrawlers and Hard Days Pete are yeah. probably, if I made like my favorite episodes of all shows ever, those two episodes might be in the mix somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe not number one, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and I think that says a lot about just how really good it is that... Uh, we were both trying to not <laughs> yeah. look at it too in too of much of a rosy light. Yeah. You know? In my head, um, not to get into close calls too much, but I guess a little bit. I I really thought my brother and me was going to make my list. Um, Interesting. Because that was an, that was another show that when I was watching it, like I never felt bummed out by it. All the episodes were pretty entertaining, pretty funny, um, but. Uh, actually it turned out that like it just wasn't quite it didn't sustain the level that i thought it would have there's a lot of really great episodes but yeah i i also toyed with that and i think um these other seasons were just so strong is the only reason it didn't make it yeah not because it wasn't great so our only difference is um keenan and kel and salute your shorts yeah oh. <laughs> got a question for you andrew yeah oblina Oh, pump your nads. <laughs> oh my god. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, no, 
Oblina? What? She's like an inanimate object. Yeah. <laughs> so is that a no? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a no. That's a no. no yeah. Nothing about Oblina that. <laughs> she's not. Well, an, her voice. An, she's an animate yeah. object. She's not inanimate. No, just, but she almost is. Like, yeah, almost. They're monsters. They're yeah. practically... She just takes shapes, pretty much. So what's the difference between Minnie Mouse and Oblina? Well, they look more like not real things, the monsters. They got. They both have faces and... I would say Oblina is the... To a minimal extent. <laughs> <laughs> Oblina, in particular, has almost no face. Oblina's my number three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Want to do uh, close calls? Yeah. Mine is my brother and me. Okay. Uh, just every episode, I somehow recall. I mean, as I'm reading the uh, synopses, like I remember seeing that episode happen. Um, and I mean, there's there's a a uh, kind of what do you call it like cheesiness a little bit to it, but I still really like it. I mean, yeah. it's like it never goes overboard, and every episode has like some weird hook to it that kind of keeps your attention. And all the characters are pretty funny and yeah. entertaining. Yeah. There's no character I really dislike on my brother. Did you know that Goo is a now a climate scientist at Berkeley? No. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Are you making this up? He's making oh. this up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting better at reading Chris's tells. <laughs> He invented the, the, the goo score for uh, for ocean spills. Uh, well, Chris is going to hate this. Uh, my close call was a tie. Uh, whoa, just percentage-wise. Just percentage-wise, both scored a 46%. Uh, that was my brother and me in Salute Your Shorts. Um, both, ep- both shows, like I said, uh, well, my brother and me, I thought I'd make it, and actually Salute Your Shorts, I was absolutely certain would make it. Um, both have... Classic Nickelodeon episode, Zeke the Plumber, The Charity, uh, starring um, Kendall Gill, uh, and Dee Dee's Haircut, I, I consider right, yeah. to be um, a classic. Um, so, very, just very good, but uh, not to me as consistent. Salute Your Shorts, I, I'm still shocked by it. I guess, like, I don't know, just going back and looking at it, it didn't feel good enough. Hmm. Uh, Okay. I feel um, I feel embarrassed to even say it. <laughs> As maybe you should. I, <laughs> I mean Arnold I couldn't keep Arnold and Keenan and Kel out. I just they 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 nailed it. Yeah, I feel you. Keenan Kel is really surprising. I mean, I just don't it just didn't stick with me. Like some of the major storylines did, but like a lot of the episodes I just didn't Boy, recall. there are laughs though. Yeah. There are laughs. Mm. Okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Bobby will be pleased. <laughs> um, anything else? Let's really make Chris upset. Anything yeah. else close here? Um, I would like to mention a couple others. Good. Uh, Clarissa Explains It All, yeah, I think, sure. has a very strong first season. Yeah. Um, a, there were just maybe half of the episodes that I was like on the fence about. Mm-hmm. Like They weren't amazing. Um, but there were half the episodes that were really great and memorable that I haven't watched in... Yeah. Decades. No, no TV. We recall. discussed last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, uh, Ren and Stimpy was close, but that's such a short first season. Yeah. And compared to 
like the next season or so, it was very rough that first season. Yeah. Um, so it just didn't quite make cut. Okay. Yeah. Um, the only other one that was real close for me was Rugrats. Um, mm. 44%. Wow. Uh, and it was, you know, uh, there's a lot, I would argue to say the bad ones in the first season are really, like, not very interesting. Um, like, just too little happening, almost. Um, but, uh, still, yeah. Some okay ones. A lot of rept- uh, a lot of good ones are reptar-based. Um, but... Yeah, I was looking through those. Um, I definitely remember it vividly like those first ep- first like handful of episodes especially being very um like va- baby viewpoint yeah oriented yes and a lot of angelica that first season like m- more than ever harassing yeah. the babies <laughs> um but it was, it was an okay season um how about let's let's do ferguson wait can i ask you a oh, question yeah, yeah yeah all right so there's a you're on a you're on a giant ship in the ocean Hits an iceberg. Not enough lifeboats for everyone. You can only save Phil or Lil. Who do you let die? <laughs> I'm like thinking real hard about this. Uh, There's a right an answer. answer. There's a right answer for sure. I think the right answer is the one that you can grab the quickest and save. Okay, this isn't like a logic puzzle. Well, but that's the only logical way to go um, about it, I think. I well, think... I'd sacrifice myself, let them both live. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah right. But it doesn't work that way. I would save Lil, I think. No way! Phil is way cooler than Lil. But Lil makes me laugh more. Yeah, but she's bossy. Oh, boy. Mm. <laughs> Why do you hate girls so much, Chris? No, I... I is it because she's a human female? Yes. She's no Oblina. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, Phil's cool, man. <laughs> I didn't argue that. I didn't argue he wasn't. So you're going to let Phil die? Yeah, let me state right now. Phil's dead. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, you gotta save. You got to save the little baby girl. You got to save her. Uh, let's, do some, <laughs> let's do some Fergusons. <laughs> I this was maybe the hardest of the whole thing, and I don't even like picking it, but I'm gonna say a hundred deeds for Eddie McDowell. <laughs> oh, uh, I oh man, but he turns into a dog, Andrew. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> um, it was the show more than any of these that I remember specifically seeing the first couple episodes, like as it premiered. And just, like, right off the bat, my feeling was like, this is just <laughs> not worth it. I do remember that being, like, the hardest pilot to get through. <laughs> Maybe outside of Wienerville. It was, I was just... Say, yeah, Wienerville. Um, That's a... McDowd was kind of brutal. Yeah. yeah. Horrible just, like, feeling to the show. I don't know what <laughs> Horrible feeling to the show. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard Andrew use the adjective horrible. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um... Well, this year for my Ferguson, I've decided to really play along the line of what the original intent of Ferguson okay. was, which is a show I thought, or something I thought I would like, that to me comes up short. 
Like, is that what the original intent of the film? Yeah, because Ferguson's a likable character, but he's so annoying that like you kind of dislike it. Is he a likable character though? Yeah, he's like Budnick. Yeah, he pretty likeable. much makes things go. Well, he's unlikable, which makes him likable. You like to hate, you love to hate. Yeah. Him. Also, like he propels things because yeah. of his nature. Yes. Okay. 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 Fine. Uh, anyway, like obviously, I could just say cat dog or Eddie McDonald yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. So I wanted to be more or Wienerville cri- or Wienerville. I could, I, sure. but I wanted to be more critical mm-hmm. of a show that I would watch and I think had the worst first season. Mm. And I went with Doug. Yes, um, I love it. I love it. Oh, um, twenty six segments or twenty six like twenty six stories. My veins. <laughs> twenty six <laughs> stories that first season. Uh, I said ten were great. That's an average of thirty eight percent. Love the series. It's. You know, one actually one of my favorite animated shows of all time. Uh, I just like <sighs> uh, it. Just um, it also contains some of my least favorite Dugs, uh, like really boring segments of Dugs, in my opinion. Um, so as I was kind of going through, I realized like a huge factor is I think like first season of Doug is maybe the worst hmm. season of Doug. So couldn't make my list. Also didn't enjoy a ton of it. I will shout out some of the better episodes. I think Doug Rocks is a great yeah. one, of course. Doug's Mare for a Day, Doug on the Wild Side, Doug Can't Dance, and Doug in Left Field were uh, highlights for me. Do you have a bottom episode? Um, Doug's Doodle is one I don't particularly enjoy. Didn't, uh, didn't you bring that one up? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, that's him. I did. I think it was my Ferguson also on, um, <laughs> on uh, our favorite Doug's. Oh, man. So, uh, what about Doug? Doug Gets a Bruise? Or Doug pets a cat. <laughs> Get it? Because Doug's boring. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't like Doug's Garage Band or Doug Rocks or you know, Doug a, is Hamburger Boy? You know I'm a sucker oh, for the God, musical episodes, boys. but... I don't know. Uh, I like the other characters, but just Doug. Uh, everything that's wrong with our culture. Doug, Doug is everything that's... I would say Doug okay. is what's missing from our culture. I... I I'm just kidding. Funnily had Doug on my original list. Like, it was the first show that I thought, okay, definitely Doug's going to be in my top five. Um, I changed that, obviously, but still wasn't <laughs> far from that. Um, you didn't mention it in your list of 27 close calls. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been too close. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I definitely wouldn't have rated it that low, though. It's just uh, there's a lot of memorable stuff in that first season. And I think that Doug, and I've said this before probably, but Doug is just a really relatable character to me. Yeah. Giving yeah. Just, just... Living uh, in your imagination. Yeah. Boy, you and, sound like a real Roger <laughs> Klotz right now. <laughs> so who's your, who's your Patty Mayonnaise, Andrew? I don't know. I don't know. Is it... Is it... Uh... Oblina? <laughs> no, I was trying to think of making something oh, abstract. Oh, Patty Yeah. Um... I, uh... Is it the written word? Yes, that's it. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite Doug uh, auxiliary character? Oh. This might... That might be, like, a real show. Yeah, Actually, you know, didn't we rank them on listener topics? Yeah, Yeah, someone ranked... I think Brett ranked them. Someone ranked them. Brett didn't do listener topics. Um, No, we ranked them. Yeah. No, but you guys didn't. I don't think you did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so... Uh, what was your number one? Just Man, now I can't even remember. It was probably oh, Skeeter. Skeeter, yeah. Oh, God. 
he's just a great character. <laughs> Moo. Uh, Moo all day. Moo. Uh, Fen- oh, yeah, yeah, Fentruck's up there. Fentruck, Fentruck and Moo are clear one and two. Um, <laughs> Moo. What about Lou? No, I don't like Lou. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Phil Lil situation. Uh, a lot of great characters. Uh, you, you, you know. That's funny. Mr. That... Cl- uh, or uh, Roger Klotz. You got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got um, Chalky. Love Chalky. Wow, you love Chalky. <laughs> love no, Chalky. No, 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 no. Get out this, of here. this, this was the conversation because I remember this episode now, and someone was like, had Chalky pretty high up there. Me. <laughs> yeah, definitely wasn't me. Chalky is is like Doug, but worse. Chalky is the friend everybody needs. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's Skeeter. Who's your Chalky? Alan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just wearing his letterman's jacket, just getting. I bet. I bet Chalky did really well in the SATs. Yeah, and I, I bet he's, he's working for a hedge fund now. <laughs> okay. And I bet he uh, like buys like ground up bones of children uh, mm-hmm. to put in his protein shakes in the morning, and doesn't think about it as conflicting with his uh, otherwise liberal, you know, Christian values. Mister Dink. Oh, yeah, all yeah. day. Oh, yeah. oh, great. Well, it'd be good to end on a note that we can agree on. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Dink. Okay. Agreed. Um, yeah, I mean, there are some shows like All That that seem too difficult. Um, although All That is probably one of the few shows that going back has kind of slipped in my eyes mm. as not uh, what I remembered it to be. I'd say that first season was the strongest of the All That seasons. It's, I think, definitely the best cast. Uh, so, yeah, it, I don't know. Uh, 15 I consider, but I, I realized it wasn't solely made for Nickelodeon, so it didn't seem right. That's why <laughs> like it would have got. It uh, been on had the it top been five? solely made for Nickelodeon, I think it would have been close. God, you're it's, a maniac. It is, <laughs> you're a maniac. It is so good. Have you actually watched one? Uh, no, but I know that Candace hates it. Uh, she doesn't like hate it. <laughs> and she, didn't you hate it? <laughs> I I hated it, but I've come around. Oh. <laughs> See, this is what yeah, it, it grows on you. Okay. Oh, I can't. I run, can we watch one together? Sometime? Yeah, yeah okay, absolutely. Great, great. great. Um, all right. Well, that yeah. rounds out favorite first seasons. Yeah. Um, tough one. It was tough. Uh, I mean, we had a lot in common there. Uh, always like it to maybe be a little more spicy, but there's just I guess no arguing. That uh, was surprising to me. That, yeah, that we were that close. Yeah. Not surprising. I, okay. <laughs> Uh, what are we doing next time around? Uh, next week we're talking Kablam, finally. Yes. Okay. Um, season one, episode two. It's Mm. flavorific. It's flavorific. Mm. That's a Kablam title if I've ever heard one. (laughs) Exclamation point at the end. Yes. (laughs) A lot of exclamation points on Kablam. Uh, so yeah, that'll be fun. We've kind of been toying with that and I think it's just time to, I think we've talked about this before, maybe just start checking some boxes on shows that we've been circling around. Oh, I'm waiting for McDowd. I know you want that welcome freshman. <laughs> oh, I'm welcome freshman. That was one of my better ideas on a podcast full of my good ideas. <laughs> I almost named that episode Chris's Good Ideas. So. Yeah, that was close. Um, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter at BOC Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us on Podbean and you can hear us on iTunes. It's very helpful to leave any sort of rating on iTunes, whether it's just rating the show with stars or leaving a review. Shout out to our newest reviewer, 
GQ1221. Ooh, like the sounds nice. of that. Really appreciate uh, that sparkling five-star mm. review. Can, uh, can people still vote on their, or like nominate their favorite episodes of shows, or is that over? Beautiful. Great segue. Uh, if you follow us on Instagram or Twitter, you've seen us posting about um, our 100th episode. We're just f- almost four episodes away now. Uh, and the topic will be listeners' favorite Nickelodeon episodes. So, you know, what you guys really love. And so we've picked, uh, I think, 12 or 13 shows. And you get people have already started voting. A lot of votes in. Um, and we're going to narrow it down to what people like the best. Um, so yes, you can vote, you can direct message us, you can email us, um, just leave a comment on a picture or a tweet, um, definitely vote. You didn't vote. Yeah, I'm voting for a Doug Get the B uh, <laughs> as my favorite Doug episode. <laughs> what would you say, because you weren't on uh, Favorite Dougs, uh, Brett was, what would uh, you say your favorite Doug episode is? It, with sincerity in your heart, Chris. <laughs> I think I already commented on this. Uh, I think I was like call thatted about this, perhaps. Huh. Um, I don't know. It was one of those music ones. Doug rocks or Doug's in a band. Or, yeah. Well, episode. those are different, very different episodes. Yeah. Is it the Beats one or is it the one where he makes a band? It's the one where he sees the, where he hangs out with the Beats in the diner or whatever. Uh, okay. First season. Yeah. It's better than. Doug has to mow the lawn twice in one week. <laughs> wow. I found the lawn mowing ones surprisingly relatable I, as a I am, young kid mowing lawns. Wow, jeez. Um, I I don't want to commit to too many episodes because we've already talked about Pinsky and um, Michael, but I think maybe the real right in ep- the right <laughs> the right right an episode for you would be a Doug oh, man. I think I think we should try to force yeah, your hand to write something what, yeah. that you're so critical of yeah yeah, yeah I'd, I would enjoy that <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna vote for it and you guys your are, episode no, yeah oh don't be so harsh yeah. Yeah. that's okay I'm I'm doing it for the for the the culture not not for the oh, yeah I, I have no idea what i'm talking about okay all right <laughs> well thank you for joining us yeah, chris it's a great time yeah thanks for having me cool uh tune in next time Yeah.